is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, it is the kids' favorite time of year after the long winter. It is finally spring break. So if you're hitting the beach, retreating lakeside, or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has the cutest bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and don't forget sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your bag at Macy's. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. Have you all heard about Squarespace? Their website helps you grow your business and takes the guesswork out of building a website. It's great. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. One of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it has never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Wow. Hey, everybody. What a weird episode. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone just exhales. A lot of flashbacks. (sighs) That that wasn't even like a real episode. That was just a bunch of flashbacks kind of super glued together with some weird expository filler in there. It was very strange. It It feels like somebody looked at the board for what's happened so far in the season and what needs to happen and went, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, how, how are we going to get are there? We, it's too many bridges. And they were like, I know. 
we can make a bunch of things make sense if we just tell people all these things happened and also we'll freeze frame constantly. Freeze frame. <laughs> what was Who that? Song. Oh my god! I'm dating myself. All right, this was, was season three, episode ten, "Brave New World." It originally aired January eleventh, two thousand six, which makes sense because this would have mm. been like the episode that comes back after mid season. Yeah. So our mid season break would have happened last episode with Nathan and Haley getting back together, and with mm. Brooke and Lucas getting back together. Big cliffhangers. And Peyton just crying all by herself. And then we come back with this madness. The day after Brooke says those three magic words to Lucas, mm. he gets in a car with Peyton to take a road trip to visit Ellie. And then uh, Peyton makes Ellie an offer that could bring them closer together. Meanwhile, Lucas mm. reconnects with an old friend, which was lovely, but super random. And then back in Tree Hill, Brooke's clothing line, Clothes Over Bros, becomes an overnight hit. And she asks literally everybody to help out. <laughs> Plus, Nathan finds out the truth about his mother and her role in the fire that almost killed Dan. That was dramatic. In a dun, scene dun, dun. that was so badly written that we just didn't know what to do with ourselves. Honestly, James and Barbara did. Mm. I think they did a great job with that, yeah. with what they could, could do yeah. with that material. They That's leaned right. in. They committed so hard. Yeah. And that is not easy when you get a scene that could either be filler on Days of Our Lives or CSI. You're yeah. like, whose show? Whose show is this? Joy, when you said way, that, I cackled. You go, what CSI? is this? An episode of CSI? <laughs> it was perfect. First, I had to crush the pills. Then I had to write the letter. The last thing that was left to do was seal the bottle. Yeah, a lot of and third, there. I had to light the fire. I mean, it's that worth was saying. I usually like this writer. I, you know, not everybody can yes. run every time. I mean, it's not it's not uh, the the end of the world, but you know. <laughs> well, and just because just because this writer's name is on the script doesn't mean that's the person yeah. that actually wrote it. Like it's sometimes it's that like the true. last person to put a polish on it. Mm -hmm. um, so in season three, a lot of times what happens on shows, regardless of how sexual or successful, sex sexful, <laughs> successful. a show is, yeah. is that your original writers start peeling off and they get pilots of their own or they get jobs mm -hmm. on other shows and you start bumping newbies up. And mm. so sometimes scripts like this were like, was this a new kid? Was this someone getting their first go? So we want to be gentle while also poking a lot of fun at it because it yeah, was... Yeah. Dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, before we get too far into this, uh, something happened to me this week. Okay, okay, okay. She yes, does with this. Talk about this. You guys, we just need you to know the willpower of our friend Joy because we got on, as we always do, to watch the episode and we start, you know, cackling about dumb things we've done this week. And Joy goes, Oh, I have a story to tell the two of you. And we go, Okay. And she goes, I'll save it for the episode. <laughs> she made us wait. She made us wait a whole it's hour. Been an hour. An hour. Okay. okay. What happened? Hit us. Okay. I'm standing in line for lunch to order lunch. And I have the menu in my hand. Mm -hmm. And I hear, what are you going to get? Stop. And I look up. And there is like a six foot five or more lumberjack looking slightly disheveled crystal blue-eyed what sweet man staring down at me okay 
And Hello? I'm like, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to get their whatever rap. And, uh, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, this place is pretty good. Blah, blah, blah. He strikes up a conversation. And he's, can I look at the menu? Yeah, yeah, it takes the menu. And we start, how's your day going? Oh, I say, oh, my, my day's going great, actually. How about you? Oh, it's great. You know, like, blah, blah, blah. He starts launching into this whole story about how he's just bought this new property. I was like, oh, great. Where are you from? So it turns out we've actually lived in several of the same places. And I've moved around a lot. So it's just kind of cool that we've, you know, lived in several of the same places. And we're talking and um, we're, as, as he keeps talking about this property that he just bought and, you know, the, a couple of companies that he owns and he's super charming and really sweet. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to ask this guy to join me for lunch. Yeah, you are. And he gets up to the register. He pays for his food and he turns around. And before I can say it, he goes, hey, you want to eat? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Is I this a eat. movie? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm like, great. So the meat cute? This is great. So total meet cute. So I go sit down. I get my food. I get my, well, I get my little placard and I go, we go sit down. And, and so we start talking and it's easy conversation. Like this guy is, he's interested and smart and intelligent. We're talking about architects. We're talking about philosophers. We're talking about traveling. And it's just like, God, this is so nice. And he's an ex-athlete. And uh, I have so to remind like, myself to breathe while you're yeah, doing Joy, this. We are bated breath right now. <laughs> It's, it's so interesting. Like I'm just, I'm at this table in, I'm there and I'm interested. It's mm-hmm. so nice. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we just have this great chat and he's like mid forties and I'm just going, God, is this real? Like, wow, how amazing. <laughs> and as he's talking toward the end of the meal, and we were sitting there for like an hour toward the end of the meal, he's saying something about it's business venture and the property. And he says the word we a couple of times. And I've already talked about, but the, but the first sentence I say out of my mouth is like, yeah, my daughter and I just moved here, blah, 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 or whatever. And so I'm thinking, oh, does he have a kid? Oh, that's weird. He didn't, he would have said that if I, and then I'm like, oh, he's talking about his pets a lot. Like sometimes I talk about my pets, like we, or maybe it's a business partner or like maybe his mother lives with him. And there's a part of me that's like, maybe he's got a girlfriend and it's going South. Yeah. And like, I'm, uh, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that, but you know, well, I'm going to give him a little space. So I didn't want to ask because the thing is, if I ask who's, who's we, we? <laughs> it puts me in the position yeah. of a, I give him my cards of him knowing that I'm interested. Mm-hmm. So, and I just don't, I like to, they need to work a little harder than that for me. So <laughs> I just was yeah. like, I didn't say anything, you know, but he gives me the Instagram handle for the website of this property, like farm thing. Oh, by the way, he lives on a farm. He bought a farm. Oh my like, God. God. It's this. like a like, dream. I mean, I'm dying. It's a dream. I'm uh-huh. dying, you guys. Uh-huh. And um, so he gives me, he's like going to turn it into a, a retreat property and Airbnb and all this stuff. And here's the Instagram handle. Go look at it. I'm like, okay, great. He gives me his number. I give him my number. We leave. No. He texts me afterwards. You know, this is me. N- nice to meet you. And I'm like, yeah, great to know you. So then I go look at the Instagram handle later on. I'm like scrolling and I see it's like all these beautiful pictures of nature and great stuff. And I see one photo of him with this girl and they look kind of cozy, but it's from like a little bit ago. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's, you know, maybe that's an ex-girlfriend or something. So I click on the picture and I do the clickety clicks, you know, to see yes, who's who. Yeah, who's she? We have to. This man is, is engaged. Stop. No. This man is engaged. Nuh-uh, not for long. Not when she hears this. All I'm engaged. saying. Yeah. Yeah. An engaged. And I'm, like, I, I'm just like, but like from like. 
Yeah. Like, there's still, they're, it's all happening. Like, there's new posts about the place, and it's like all the new, you know, we bought this place, and we're so excited, and blah, blah, blah. Joy, you know every engaged chick is going through her fiance's <laughs> uh-huh. phone. She just better. Like, if this motherfucker has Joy Lenz's <laughs> number in his phone, he is dead. So I call my friend Eric Palladino. Hillary, you know Eric. Of course you I You and do. Jeff know Eric Palladino. For, guys, Eric Palladino, the reason I called Eric, he's on a Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, for any of you, you guys who are watch that show. Um, Eric is from Yonkers mm-hmm. and he's the most direct, just deeply, deeply gr- fa- masculine. Like, I don't know how else to say it. He's just such he's a, a guy's dude. guy. Yeah. He's a real guy's <laughs> guy, man. So I was like, if anybody's going to understand the male psyche, this is the guy I'm going to mm-hmm. call. So I, that's why I texted him and I was like, here's what's up. And you know, I told him what happened and he, and uh, he was like, joy, no man is going to stand in line and, and start talking to you and have a strike up a conversation and then ask you to lunch just to be friend, just to be friends. That's not a thing. Espe- and especially if he's engaged, the first words out of his mouth should have been my fiance and I, blah, blah, blah. Cause then, you know, and I'm like, yeah, that's it. And that's it. Cause then mm-hmm. I would know. Then and you would okay. know. And then they could have been your new city friends. Totally. That was not this man's intention. I cannot wait to see who he was trying to get away with something, man. And he was bad. Like, I'm sorry if you're battling yourself. I get it. Like, whatever you're having. Yeah, but don't make me a casualty of your battle. That's it. Honestly, it hurt. I was like, I spent the whole day kind of being like excited and like, oh, I met this guy and he liked me and he thought it was cute and like asked me. You are cute. So sweet. You are very cute. And then like, ugh, you're engaged. What? Well, bad behavior. That. He You're so that. cute that someone is ready to firebomb their life to have lunch with you. How about that? <sighs> That's well, how cute how about you that? are. But, but the, okay, so here's the next part. So Eric tells me, he's like, no, no, just them. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'm never going to hear from this guy again. He was having a weird moment <gasps> and whatever. He texts me. Stop it. Two days later. No, he did not. Sends me a text, a voice note. Hey, I was just thinking about you <gasps> and like, you know, you're, I know you're picking out tile and, uh, and I just, anyway, hope you're having a great day. So I write back, I am having a great day. Hey, are you engaged? (laughs) (laughs) And he writes back, yes, with a bunch of exclamation points. And then he says, are we too attracted to each other to be friends? (gasps) What is this? Tomfoolery. Let me just say, like, you guys and our listening audience, like, you guys know I don't air dirty laundry. Like, I never talk about No, but about this one's no, got in common. But this is Easton, our male uh, no, uh, uh, producer yeah, on the show. And, yeah, he's like, wow, I can't, like, it's un- unreal. You guys, our chat right now is blowing <laughs> our up. Our chat. People are <laughs> screaming. And no, so, and it really blew me away because I just totally misjudged him, right? I told you my picker's bad. Like, I thought this guy was no, really no. sweet. No, boss. <laughs> no. So, you didn't try to pick. He came and picked he on you. you. So you. undo right. that. This is not your fault. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I didn't want to get into it. I just said, yes, we, yes, we are too attracted to each other. To, to. And I said, but good luck and stop asking pretty girls to lunch. Yes. Yeah. You know, I put a little smiley face, like I'm going to be nice about this, but you're, you know, that was a dick move. Dick. Yeah. And he writes back. The response is no, no, no. Whatever. If I had a nickel for every time I was hit on, I wouldn't have to work. 
What? And then he s- says something about what? Um, I know. <laughs> Joy <laughs> losing my mind. And then what? He says something about I figured it's the same for you, so you'd appreciate the sentiment. We just, you know, it just gets overlooked, and then we become friends anyway. Um, but I wasn't expecting a lunch huh? like what we had. Like I wasn't expecting us to connect that much, and this so I totally get is it. Undeniable. Wow. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, here, here's I re- here's what my real problem here is that. A, he's he's convincing. First of all, the response of like, whatever. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I get hit all the time. How about take a, the answer is you're right. I totally was trying to get away with something. I I don't know what's going on with me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, that was unfair to you and totally unfair to my fiance. And yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know what's going on with me. I'm sorry. That's yeah. the answer. That's the only answer. That's the only answer. Yeah. I need you to send me this Instagram profile right now. Yeah, you are going to send us this farm Instagram joy yeah. when we get and off you of this. You need to fight. gaslight me into thinking <laughs> no. that I'm the one. Like, sorry if you're not enlightened enough to just be friends with a handsome guy. Ew. Off. Are you kidding Ew. me? That's I'm not disgusting. That stupid. Does he not have friends? You're the one that's new in town. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, and no. by the way, and by the way, it's so deeply insulting and like I'm gonna put my petty hat on for a minute. I'm yes, like, have you is. seen have you seen the guy friends in our friend group? <laughs> like, sir, we have plenty of deeply attractive male friends. We only who hang are, out with attractive people. Are some of our closest people, like that ain't it. Mm-hmm. That that ain't it. Ooh, Stop. Where Stop are the it. men of honor? There is no honor in trying to get Ugh. away with something like that. And then convincing yourself that you're not trying to get away with something. Yeah, if you're just not, own if up to it. If he wasn't trying to get away with something, the first words out of his mouth would have been, if he caught, found himself talking to a pretty girl and got caught up in it, the, you you correct your course. You should you meet say, my, my girlfriend. My fiance and I, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You should meet my yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. I think you guys would like each other so much. You're new but here. You don't sit for an Mm-mm. hour at lunch. That's brutal. And talk Flirting. to me and get me thinking for two days and then text me without acknowledging, hey, I was talking to my girlfriend about your tile situation and- and she had some idea, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like just don't, don't try to get away with it and then act like you weren't. And girls, if a man does mm. this to you, it's bullshit. It's mm. bullshit. Mm. It's gaslighting. Yes. It's not okay. It is. This is why older <sighs> women. All right. This is uh, Danielle. Don't saying, trust men. So Dan Scott of him. No, but this is why we get more and more blunt as we get older. Yep. Because the next dude that comes up to you in line, you're just going to say, are you engaged? Do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. Like, you're just going to say it and they're going to be like, yeah. this chick's bananas. Yeah. But it's And you're because like, I just don't have time. Why? They, why are yeah. you wasting my time? Don't waste my time. Why are you time? wasting my time? <gasps> or tell me. Just tell me that you're engaged. I would have had lunch with you anyway. Of course you would. have been a different lunch. I can't wait mm-hmm. to see a picture of this fucking dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's doomed. He's doomed. <laughs> uh, that's what happens I can't when you wait cross to make a, a drama doll. queen, friends. Yeah. Uh, watch out. <laughs> Well, whether you like fresh-faced, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I use it every day. So does my daughter. It's the one in the turquoise tube all over your socials. Yes. Obsessed with this, you guys. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I'm wearing it right now. I, I really do put it on every morning because it's so easy. It just comes right off with water. 
So I don't have to worry about like getting those raccoon lines under my eyes. No, I have a little bag. And after I take my kids to school, I just sit in my car. And what I love about their kits is that it's so easy. It's like four products and you look like a brand new awake woman. (laughs) Awake. What a novel idea. (laughs) I love it. The liquid lash mascara lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking. And the flake-free tubing formula dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. It really does look like lash extensions, you guys, without the damaging glue or the salon prices. It's nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E. See what they did there? M-E-T-I-C-S, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 20% off your first order. Oh, you'll know real when you get it because it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you will feel it. Ooh, maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. And when it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Yeah, because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This March, join Macy's and Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. I love that Macy's partners with Girls, Inc. to support young women and leaders, inspiring all girls to be strong, smart, and bold. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or Roundup on your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com purpose. Call it power, you guys. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Call a Power. I love this name. I do too. Call a Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Call of Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kala Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. 
Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Cauliflower's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Cauliflower, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Cauliflower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcauliflower.com to find them in a store near you. Cauliflower. Crave on. Okay, we can segue out of that. I just had to tell you. But we guys, no. everybody out there, listen. We actually have something really much more exciting than my weird love life story. I don't know, today. I'm invested. I don't know on this episode. <laughs> Um, we have an awesome guest, Hillary. I think you should be the oh one to God, introduce. Oh my God, you guys. I'm, I'm going to cry at some it's point happening. during the course of this. Um, I feel really, really lucky that for the majority of season three, the love story that I got to have is between Peyton and her birth mother, Ellie. And the actress mm-hmm. that played Ellie is the one and only Cheryl Lee. She was with us today. I'm totally freaking obsessed with her. And I don't get to see her or talk to her nearly enough. So bring her in here. Woo-hoo! Give yeah! her to us. Cheryl. <gasps> there she is. Oh! Oh! You guys, so the last time we, we saw each other was the first time we'd seen each other since we weren't on the show together anymore. It had been like, I don't know, 12 years. It had been a very long time. Yeah. And it was at the convention right before the pandemic hit. And I just remember oh. you walking into the green room and I just started like sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> I turned into Peyton in real life. <laughs> I was so happy to see you. It oh. just, oh. It's good for my heart. Where are you right this, now? I am in Topanga Canyon in Los nice. Angeles. Nice. Amazing. Cheryl, yeah. do you know Daphne? Are you and Daphne Zuniga friends? I know she's out there in Topanga. I don't think I've ever met her. Oh, that's fine. You guys would have had such good energy together on the show, too. She was on, she was Brooke's mom. Um, I, it's so cool to see you two side by side here Thank after you. having just watched that episode, too. I'm we were, we've always been gushing. Every time you're on screen, we gush about what an incredible actress you oh. are and how much we ha- all looked up to you before you came on the show and mm-hmm. how excited we were when we heard that we got you. It was like catching a big fish. We were so excited. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Yes. I was so grateful to be a part of it. Well, you Isn't were awesome? you were an original drama queen. You know, we like tongue in cheek named ourselves drama queens for this podcast because we were like, you know, we were kissing and crying for the better part of a decade. <laughs> and like it paid all our mortgages. Um, but you as Laura Palmer on Twin Peaks, I mean, you mm. were an original drama queen, this iconic teenage character that the country was obsessed with. You know, who killed Laura Palmer was like, that was the catchphrase. And yeah. so if you could tell our audience kind of about your trajectory getting involved in that, because that was like your first big job, right? Yes, I was living in Seattle, studying theater. I hadn't really even thought about television or film. and I, But I had an agent in Seattle and, um, you know, just for commercial stuff or whatever. And I got a call from her that this director, um, David Lynch, <laughs> for this mysterious 
television pilot and was interested in casting local for, um, and it was the role of a dead girl. And that's all anyone knew. And mm. so I went in, I had seen Blue Velvet. Oh my I went God. in. And, um, Which was shot in Wilmington. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. So, I, so much. Is is a lot still shooting in Wilmington now? There's a ton, but where our river court was is where they like found the ear in the field in Blue Velvet. You know how like the movie begins and there's like an ear in a field? It's over there where the river court was. No way! (laughs) That's the crossover we needed is the Blue Velvet (laughs) Tree Hill (laughs) crossover. Yeah, I went to Wilmington a lot in um, the 90s for work. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So then um, I just, I didn't know what to expect meeting him. And I went in and I met him, met David. And um, he was so kind and so warm. And I was so nervous that I, my hands were shaking so bad. I had to sit <laughs> on the hands. <laughs> do you talk with your hands like we do? We all, like oh, the three of us can't stop talking with our hands. Yeah, I, I, I was shaking like a leaf, but he was kind and warm and um, asked me how I'd feel about being dipped in gray dye and plastic and freezing cold water. And I said, just absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's how it started. I was hired for, I think it was four days of work as a corpse, <gasps> you know, the finding the body and then yeah. the flashback scenes. And then, it, and then I stayed in Seattle and kept doing theater. And then much later, um, he called and asked if I would be interested in coming back on the show. And I said, well, sure. She but has I'm a sister. Dead. <laughs> I'm, to- I'm dead. He's like, don't worry about that. I'll figure it out. <laughs> wow. That, that was my first grown-up show I remember watching. Yeah. I remember, like, my dad was watching it. And I, I don't know how. It was probably, like... Actually, I have no idea how old I was, but I I remember it being like, I don't, I think this show is too grown up for me, but I can't stop watching it. This yeah. is so interesting. It had a real, real impact on probably my whole macabre uh, outlook on many things. In well, life. It was definitely the show that like goth girls were into and being oh, a goth yeah. girl mm-hmm. in high school was like, man, if you're not watching Twin Peaks, if you're not like <laughs> freaking out over Twin Peaks, what are you even doing with your life? What are you listening to boy <laughs> bands? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what are you listening on? New kids on the block? Get out of here. And so you ended up doing how many seasons of the show did you guys do of Twin Peaks? Um, two. So there were only two seasons. Yeah. Originally. Wow. I think they just did not know what to do with us. Wow. Well, and then that ended. And then years later, the movie came and then that ended. And then 20 something years later, the, Season three came. We'll talk about the movie, (laughs) though, because Moira, who was Karen on our show, was in the movie with you, right? Yes. Yes. And I actually had worked with Moira before that even. Really? Really? The movie of the week together when we were, I mean, I was right out of Twin Peaks. It was like the one of my first jobs off of the second season of Twin Peaks. I worked with Moira. So when I heard Moira was coming onto the film, I was so excited because we already had this history and I loved her. Mm. I'm just a big fan of her. So she's a good time. (laughs) And then you also worked with Craig. Who on our cast didn't you work with? Did you work with Paul Johansson too? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, you know, it's, um, 
sometimes I forget what I worked on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know yeah. that. I get that. <laughs> when I was rewatching the show, um, this show last night, and I was seeing you all, and it's like my heart just burst open because um, you're so young, and I know what it feels like to be to have to go through. You know, you're on a show, and this is happening, and you're at this really important time in your own life, figuring things out. And then you're on the show and that mm. becomes a success. And like, there's no handbook that comes with this, no. right? Wow. You're just kind of going with it. And um, it just, oh. Just, I wish we'd had the wherewithal to ask you for advice when, yes. you, <laughs> when you were that age. God. You know, when I was your age, that was one thing I would find um, older actors and I would follow them around like a puppy because I was like, I don't know anything. Mm, nothing. So I need to learn as much as I can. How do you, how do you have a life while you do this? Yeah. You know, what happens when you work with directors that terrify you, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, all of the questions I was probably really annoying. Cause I just would, um, and I, I still am that way where I will seek out elders to, um, for, for guidance. How, how do you walk this path? That's a great mm. quality. Cause I think we all felt like we have to act like we have it all together oh because, God. you know, if we don't act like we have it all together, then no one will trust us. And then if nobody trusts us, we won't be able to get, do our job right. And yeah. then we won't be able to stand up for ourselves. And so we have to be taken seriously. And in order to be taken seriously, we just have to act like we know everything. It was just well, so dumb. And the grownups that were around us regularly were scary. <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of them. You know, scary. not not our coworker, lovely friends, but like we had some we had some people around where very quickly we were like, oh no, we don't we don't want to be we can't we gotta we're, <laughs> we're gonna, gonna hide. Go hide out we're gonna hide and so interestingly I think it made us less. I don't know if the word is aware or or perhaps it made us feel like we had less. Um, wherewithal or permission to then when someone like you was around to, to, tr- to go and, you know, trust you or seek your advice. Like, and I think that was probably pretty subconscious, but now even just, I was listening just scared. To- yeah, I was, I was scared nervous all the time. Well, so and, and so you don't want to like do something dumb or be like, how was your, what was it like? We're going to untwin oh show. God, like just a just bunch of derpy so little puppies. And now I'm like, damn it. We should have just followed you around and been annoying. <laughs> I am in awe of you all now because the way that you um, are so multifaceted creatively and speaking your truth and mm-hmm. connecting and, and following what you believe to be true. I did not have the guts to do that at all. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I, I bow to you with great respect and gratitude. I'm like, thank God these, this generation is, um, has the courage to stand up in a way that um, I know I didn't in mine. Well, I didn't realize really how kind. similar our situations were, Cheryl, because we were mm-hmm. filming in Wilmington where we were all like taken away from our friends and our family and kind of the circles that we built and kind of put in this little small bubble and you guys being in Seattle filming yeah. this show that was like a sensation and a huge hit. Did you feel protected by that bubble or did you feel like more stuff could more more things could get away? You know, people get away with things. Well, we so um, the pilot was shot up there in Washington 
But then um, at some point, a lot of the series was shot in LA. Oh, it was. Really? I can't remember the exact timeline. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so um, I had no idea what I was in for because I had no television experience, no film experience, mm-hmm. no experience being in front of the public eye. Um, and so then like I remember watching the pilot in the series in LA. That's when I was living in LA when it started to come out. So we were shooting down here. We had studios in the Valley. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, in that sense, the only bubble that I had was just that I didn't know anything. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> totally inexperienced yeah. totally and had no idea. Um, unfortunately, you know, social media didn't exist. Oh my at that God. I yeah, don't know seriously. How now. <laughs> well, you you saved my ass because when we were doing I want to say it's maybe even the next episode. It's when Ellie is like moved in with Peyton. I was up for a job where there was mandatory nudity. And you had your son at the time and I was just so enamored with that that you were this like working mom and you would like tell me about your son's dreams and the phone calls you would have with him and I loved hearing about this mm. and I feel like you told me like your son really likes snakes you know like there's there's certain <laughs> things that just pop and we talked about your kids so much um, that when I was like I'm up for this job they really want me to be naked in it and you were just like don't do it you were like you're going to have to talk to him about it one day, your son. And at the time, I was years away from having kids, you know? And I was just like, oh, God, I never thought about that. Like, I never thought about the people in my future I'd have to have these conversations with. And it really changed the way I made decisions and the way I prioritized jobs. And it made me reconsider, like, which jobs were artsy and which job you know because they were there was kind of this shtick with women where they'd be like well if you're a real artist you'll Mm. yeah you'll do all the things we want you to do and you called bullshit on it for me at a very young age and made me feel empowered to be like i don't know Sounds like a low-budget movie to me. You guys can go for <laughs> Maybe I, if this was Titanic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pay me like a French girl, but also pay yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I learned that one the hard way. I didn't have anyone tell me um, to think about that. or to, or to, And also, I, you know, a lot of the jobs I did, I didn't feel like there was a choice. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you want to work as an actor or as an actress, this is, this is what you do. And um, within that, there are parameters of, you know, what the audience sees is what you did say yes to, not what you said no to. Uh-huh. Um, mm. But yeah, so um, I would do a lot of things different if I could go back in time. Well, even, but even in like during that era, it was still really normal to not have mm-hmm. a choice. You know, like if you wanted to do a show on HBO or cable, we all were presented with that it was like oh that oh, was yeah. part of the contract if you want to be on a big girl show you gotta you know yeah bear all and you were so protective of us even in the midst of all of that when it was still mm. really really prevalent um i feel like it only now like just only recently in the last year or two is where you can be like no. And then they just hire a body double. So it looks like you were naked anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of that changed with Sex in the City because all those girls like um, uh, what's her name? Kim Cattrall was the only one on that show who was ever naked. 
really? on camera. I yeah, I Cynthia think so. Nixon was too. Oh, Cynthia Nixon was okay, uh-huh. but the other two weren't. And you know, you're on a show called Sex and the City, and it's all about girls and their young women and their sex lives. And two of the lead actresses who were very famous already at the time did not have to be nude in the show ever. And um, I don't know how Sarah, Sarah Jessica worked that into her contract or um, or Kim Davis, but not Kim Davis. Um, what's her name? I'm Kristen sorry, Davis. Oh, Kristen sorry. Davis. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, I think when that happened and it, it set an example of like, look, if Sarah Jessica Parker can lead a show called Sex in the City all about sex and never have to be nude on camera, I think the rest <laughs> yeah. of us can figure it out. Yeah. We can certainly do a teen drama. And it also made it so easy to be like, yeah, people have sex in bras, guys. Moving on. <laughs> Remember when like, everyone moving on. having sex in bras? Sex in bras. Is that yeah. the name of our episode? Like, that's it. Week? Yeah, oh, it should be. <laughs> oh, my God. Cheryl, it's like that. It's like that movie, driving in cars with boys, but it's having sex on TV in bras. <laughs> Let's write that memoir. Great, oh, God. Cheryl. How they how they come to you for our show? Did yeah, they just how did call? we get you? Um. Yeah, I don't know. They just someone. Um. All I remember is knowing that there was an arc, and knowing that it was a limited amount which was good because that's all I could do with my son being young and because I was living in LA and it was shot there and um and so I just remember going in to talk to Mark about the character and I was really interested in the character and I was interested in the show and Mm. um and that was kind of all I remember about it of just feeling like yeah this this I'm really excited about this. It's such Mm. an interesting character because Mm -hmm. to play a woman who is coming, you know, you've got the layer of dying. You've got the layer of coming, of uh, having given up your child for adoption and and never seen her for years and years. And I mean, how old Peyton were you? uh, 17. Hillary was Peyton when, no, when, when Ellie, it was at birth, right? Like you were right. You, right. Okay. Um, And then you're, you're, you've come back, but you're still kind of aloof and don't like totally want to it's like you want to be in her life, but as soon as Peyton reaches out, you're like, ah, I don't, I don't get too close. It's so interesting and so many layers to play. Um, what do you remember about that? And and what were your challenges there? Hmm. Well, I, I, you know, it's, a, I remember um, just feeling so grateful for our connection, you know. Just I loved you right away. <laughs> I, that's how I felt of just like, okay, this is great. I can, I can anchor into this relationship and all the complexities here and mm. just feeling that instant, you know, that's always such a gift to just have that instant chemistry. And, um, you know, it's before, before I became a mother, my memories about my work experiences were about my work experience. Mm-hmm. And after I became a mother, my memories about my work experience changed to um, what were the complexities of life going on behind the scenes of the work experience, the traveling back and forth, the times that my son got to come visit um, while I was there working. Uh, You know, those are the things that it becomes more about um, what was going on in life. Um, and also just also where, um, I remember just 
that I did feel very grateful for the complexities of the character that mm-hmm. as a, as a, as a woman and as an actress, just tr- always trying to find um, parts that were multifaceted, you know, mm-hmm. that that part of it, I really appreciate it. And I, and mm-hmm. everyone was so nice there. You all, you know, the, well, everyone, everyone was in awe. Was like you showed up. It was like the cool girls here. Oh my God. <laughs> she's so cool um, I, remember, I remember one time a hurricane was coming yeah, yeah. when I was trying to figure out how to fly home and I remember just sitting there watching in like the restaurant bar or something in the city watching going as the hurricane is coming in on the news which you all probably dealt with that all the time totally normal yeah, we yeah. hurricane parties oh you'll know real when you get it because it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee, and you will feel it. Ooh, maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. And when it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Yeah, because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, Hill, what are your spring break plans with the kids? Um, we are going to the city and just going to see like every musical we can get our hands on. That's, yes. It's just time. Sweeney Todd is playing. Oh, what about you? What are you doing? I think we're just going to stay home because we've got uh, some other travel coming up a little bit later. So we're actually just going to enjoy being in the house. And You mean you're going to rest? <laughs> have, I'm going to rest. Have kids come over, run around in the creek. It'll be fun. But if you're hitting the beach or retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then everything you need for your vacation is at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. And you can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on the vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and perfect accessories to dress up any look. Oh my God, I can't wait to dress up. Plus... You can order online and pick up in-store or curbside, or you could get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Call it power, you guys. Yay. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Call a Power. I love this name. I do too. Call a Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Call of Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas. 
Craving chicken tenders? Colapower's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Colapower's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Colapower, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Colapower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcolapower.com to find them in a store near you. Colapower. Crave on. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So did you always know that Ellie was going to die? They were always like, yes. Yeah. This is really because see, I didn't Cheryl. I didn't. And they kind of like led me on to be like, oh, you've had to kiss all the boys on the show already. You know, like this is going to be your new trajectory. You get to go do this other thing. And so then when you, sorry, spoiler alert for anybody who's watching along with us and hasn't (laughs) caught up. When Ellie dies, I was despondent. Like, (laughs) like no one could talk sense into me. They were like, Hillary, it's okay. And I'm like, but she's going to come back from the dead, right? Like maybe she's got a sister on this show too. (laughs) Like, how do we get Cheryl back? Um, and it was. Wow. It, so I wonder, that's interesting that we never. They never told me. I don't know if someone said, don't say anything or. Um, wow. Yeah. I was ready for you to stay forever. Aww. And ever. <laughs> and then eventually we meet Peyton's birth father, John Doe, who mm. is from the band X, the punk band out in L.A., and I just feel like it's such a missed opportunity that our parents, like, my parents were never in the same place at the same yeah. time. Sophia, did your parents ever, like, get into the same place at the same time? Did your dad ever arrive? Yes. The Brooks dad. So, you know, we get Daphne um, playing my mom, playing Victoria in season five. Mm-hmm. So you who got to do all dad? that overlap. Gregory Harrison? Robert Davis Jr., who went by Ted. I've never understood why Ted is a nickname for Robert, but someone can explain it to us at another time, was played by a lovely actor, Richard Burgey. Hillary, you didn't get to meet him. Would I have kissed? I had a crush (gasps) on all the dads. Oh, 100%. You would have had such a crush on Richard. He was such a dreamboat. I had a crush on him. Oh, Oh, Him and Gregory Harrison. They played Brooke and Julian's dads. And I was like, we won the dad jackpot. What is going on here? That sent me back to soap opera days because I would look at the two of them. That's what all yeah. the men on soap operas looked oh, like. And I was just, just like, I'm just going to stare at you. Gorgeous. Hello, okay. Richard. I'm just looking gorgeous. At my, I'm looking at my telephone right now. Uh-huh. And yeah. God, what a lovely man. And he, and he and Daphne played off of each other deliciously. Their chemistry was so great. They and were the three, so fun. The three of us just had a ball. I really wish we'd had him on the show before the last season because he was wonderful. Cheryl, we have gotten a lot of closure and redemption and and also like a lot of fun by doing this like podcast reboot, rewatch situation. But you guys did that with Twin Peaks years ago. 
Like you guys all got together again. How many years after the original show to do this reboot? Um, well, it was almost 25 years. That's amazing. It was. Wow. So, 25 years. Yeah, it was. I, wait, was it almost 25 years? Wait a minute. <laughs> My cow yeah. was like, mad. Yeah. is dumb. I'm 55. And I think yeah. that we did season three around um, six years ago or seven years ago. And I was. Yeah, like, 2017, you guys did. Did. And I was like, and it was like 92 when we did. Wow. That 25, 25 years. How was getting that call? Who yeah, called? What is that did David like? Lynch call or like, how'd that go oh, down? That was, well, it was, you know, there's been rumors for decades that we were going to do um, you know, seasons and we knew that was not going to happen. So I didn't pay any attention to the rumors. And so then um, these rumors started happening that seemed to not kind of quiet. Mm. The, it's like the wave of the rumor just kept getting bigger. <laughs> Finally, one of the castmates reached out to me and said, you know, this is real. <laughs> I said, there's no way. So I, I sent David an email and asked, is this, is this real? Well, and, and did he answer? Did he send back like a coded message or something weird? <laughs> I feel like he sent like a hot air balloon or something yeah. to tell you. It was a little bit cryptic. It was, it was a little bit mysterious. <laughs> it was a yes, but not really any, just more to come. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm into Stay that. Tuned. So what was yeah. your experience shooting in Wilmington um, before? Yeah, you'd been there so many times before. Yeah. Did it feel yeah. familiar going back or? Or was oh, it new? I loved Wilmington. I loved mm. working there so much. Um, so I had stayed, I can't even remember the jobs that I did there. They were independent films. I had stayed once in one of those beach houses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. And, um, and then also downtown. So I loved that feeling of that. Um, I felt like creatively, it really fed the work, whatever the work that I was doing was, mm. I found it to be, um, I really enjoyed it creatively. You know, there's history there. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of interesting different parts to that place. Mm. It's and a really artistic town too. There's so much theater, so many uh, fine arts communities and music. Yeah, I love that. Mm. And just the feeling of the um, sort of smaller city feeling. Mm -hmm. That was really nice to be in. Well, and there's a there's a weirdness to Wilmington. You know, there's kind of like a because it's such a haunted city. There's like a little bit of like a cryptic feel to it. And yeah, Ellie is kind of a cryptic woman. You know, she's living in this like dilapidated Victorian home with no furniture and like a lot no, of she doesn't even have a glass to drink out. Yeah, of. there's like a lot she of echo. Right out of the carton. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're like, this'll do. There's like roaches everywhere and high grass. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, no, but it um, you know, there's an edge to this character that I think was great because so often women are portrayed as martyrs if they're playing mothers. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone wants the martyr. And Ellie's just like, no, I I chose a fun life. I yeah. yeah. I made the choice that was right for me. Like, I'm not going to apologize for it, you know, which was mm -hmm. great and kind of revolutionary at the time. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, how'd you put it together at a time where not everyone was doing that? Well, I feel like they, they, the, the writers did, did the work. Do you know what I mean? That, that was there. Mm-hmm. And so to really just, um, and fortunately I had known many women in my life who didn't just follow um, the supposed to's or, or, mm-hmm. you know, and so I had references, mm-hmm. you know, personal references that I could draw from and that, um, that kind of directness and just inner knowing and, and um, just that, that life experience. There's know? something I don't think the writers did though. I, they didn't, to me, Ellie, some of Ellie's behavior was really contrasting, you know, sh- showing up and wanting to be a part of Peyton's life and begging to be a part of it. And then when Peyton comes to find her, pushing her away and then coming back and that, the, the push and pull, it's, that's just on the page. And but, but making it believable, creating a character that you had to justify that behavior for you so that you could empathize with her and then play, you know, play her, mm. that's, that's not anything the writers did. That's you. And I'm mm. interested to know how you justified all that behavior for her in order to make her someone that we didn't hate. Like, we loved her. We, we empathized along with her as well. Mm-hmm. even though she was feeling all these complicated things. Yeah. I, and now I look at the way she treated her daughter and I'm like, wow, that's intense. <laughs> that's intense. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I remember hearing, uh, you know, from one of my acting teachers at a very young age that if you can find the love under all that, right. That mm-hmm. if it's, if it's, because of the love underneath it, Mm. then um, it's, then I could find as a mother a way to justify it. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody just sort of does what they think is best. And usually you, I can understand how you would be doing those things thinking that it's best for Peyton and thinking that you're willing to hurt yourself for the sake of her, even though she doesn't understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's kind of what I was getting from Ellie anyway. So of all the storylines that Peyton had to do, the one that I get the most fan feedback from is this one because Mm -hmm. there, there are a number of people out there who have lost a parent to cancer Mm -hmm. And this storyline, as messy as it is, you know, as like back and forth as it is, as conflicted as it is, um, has been cathartic for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when I saw you at the convention, you mentioned that people come up and or have talked to you about it and been like, thank you so much for doing this storyline. Has that been your experience often? Yeah, if if I'm ever recognized for this it is usually with someone who has experience with cancer Mm. um you know and i wish there were more stories out there about um this for children and parents and you know i feel like that's part of uh, as storytellers that's part of our responsibility is to really keep um Bringing, bringing these stories into the 
into the awareness for healing and yeah. for the conversation. And um, so people feel seen and known, and yes. like there's something somebody else is going through this too. I'm not alone. Yes. We don't think about like how old were we when we were doing this? 23, 24. You don't think about it on the day, but then like all these years later, you realize you're providing other people with the language and mm-hmm. with the framework to deal with it in real life. Because if you don't have the the right words, you know, if you don't have an example of like a person, whether they be real or fictional, living mm-hmm. past a bad situation like this, you don't know what it looks like. Yeah. But if you could watch it and visualize it and be like, oh, no, we've lost this character and then life moves on as it does, but it mm-hmm. is changed, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. To give yeah. people a, a safe place to witness grief, yeah, I think can also be very transformational because when you go through loss— It's so personal. It's often very private. When you're grieving, you tend to stay home. Mm -hmm. It's insular. And so it's not something in our society we've been able to witness a lot of. It's very private and personal. And hearing about the ways in which a storyline like this one for an audience can model how hard it will be to lose somebody but also that they will remain with you in ways that you will carry on a project that you began with them before mm. they died, as Peyton does, that that you will honor them in parts of your life. And yes, you will be, if you are, if we are lucky enough to survive someone, and I don't mean we're lucky that we've lost someone, I mean like we're lucky we're alive. We're all lucky we're alive every yeah. day, you know? If you're lucky enough to continue living your life, you can do it in a way where you carry that person with you. And and yeah, like when had we ever seen that before? We got to see you guys do it in a storyline. It was beautiful. Um, mm, Cheryl, I love that. I I was I was so sad when you left, and then I left the show mm-hmm. and hooked up with Jeff. And then the first job he does right when I gave birth to Gus, like Gus was like two months old he's like oh my buddy cheryl's doing this movie with me i was like cheryl who he's like, <laughs> uh, you don't know where cheryl lee and i'm like she's my mother <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have known each other like forever and that was such a weird it was the universe's way of being like hillary you didn't misread the connection like this is someone who is absolutely like supposed to be in your world it's good to love her I was so happy that you guys just like randomly were in this movie together. But again, you were playing like a bad girl. Is that your shtick? Does everyone cast you to play like a drunky pants? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, or I die. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) I was trying to remember the other day how many times I had died. I die all the time too, Cheryl. You do? Everything I'm in, they kill me off. I'm like, what is it? Do you hate me or am I just like so lovely that to kill me is so tragic oh, for the gonna story? Oh, it's going to ruin these people. I'm going to try and believe the second one, but I I'm going like to break everybody's heart. <laughs> oh, my all God. all different kinds of ways of dying, right? Yes, always. <laughs> yeah, haven't you done like a vampire movie? Yeah. Oh, God. I had the life sucked out of me. Yeah, what about you? Let's talk about that. Which, what's been your favorite on-screen death? What of all the things that you've passed in, what's been the winner? 
you know, I mean, it, it, it kind of probably is, is Twin Peaks, but it wasn't <laughs> the, it, it was probably more just the um, experience of being able to, you know, that, that first scene uh, being found on the beach wrapped in plastic. Yeah. I didn't have any lines, thank God, because I was so nervous and I didn't know anything about filmmaking or television or anything. And so I got to just lay there <laughs> and listen to everyone and be like a little sponge and soak it all up. So it's so great. Yeah. Taped up in my plastic. Oh, well, yeah, but amazing. back to Hillary's question, is that sort of your, your typical go-to people cast you as the bad girl a lot? And is there anything yeah. that you're still just like dying to do? Um. Well, no one thinks, I mean, I've never, I don't think I've ever done a comedy. I don't think I've ever. Really? Um, oh. yeah. I mean, unless it would be maybe be a really, really dark. <laughs> it's a dark <laughs> comedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And I would love to do, you know, I played a vampire at one point, but I would also love to do something really kind of fantasy-like. Like, mm. I've never. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Right? Like Lord of the Rings. Like Pan's Labyrinth, like something really. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Should just, we all do the witches of Eastwick? Is that what what this podcast <laughs> is really about? Sure, let's just be witches. Hello. <laughs> as long as we can fly. Oh, great! Yeah, and special powers. Come on. Yeah. I like reading about Appalachian witches because what they would do is at night they would shape shift and then they turn men into horses and ride them all night long around the countryside. So when these men woke up, they were like, couldn't go to work. They had the vapors. I've been ridden by a witch all night. And I'm just like, I feel like this is a lot of innuendo. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be some creepy witches, Cheryl. I can't wait. I am in. Done. Somebody I give am. us some money. <laughs> yeah. One Tree Hill 25 years later, just like Twin Peaks, is now a supernatural experience. Oh, my God. What do we have? What do we have? Seven years to go or something? We can, yeah. We'll figure it out. I'm all for it. Um, Cheryl, the only thing that I took from the show when I left mm. was Ellie's leather jacket. It is my prized possession. Oh, I keep it in a safe space. My son steals mm. all my coats because he's my size now. <laughs> and I'm just like, don't touch that one. That's, that's the special one. Um, mm. But... I hope I get to see you in real life soon. Um, we've got more conventions and stuff coming up, but oh, yeah. you're such an important part of this show. And you were a really, really, really important part of my time on the show. And you know that. Well, I mm. am very, very grateful to have been a part of the show. And it just warms my heart to see all your beautiful faces and smiles and congratulations on everything you're doing and just... Tons and tons of love and gratitude mm. to you. Yay, we need to do you a mommy-daughter trip with all Me of our too. mothers from the show and yes. all the girls from the show. Oh, my and we'll God, just... yes. Bess Armstrong, Cheryl Lee, Daphne Zuniga. Let's go. Moira and Barbara, mm -hmm. and let's oh, go. Let's hit the road. Let's hit the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love seeing you. Thank you so much for coming Thank and joining us. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Thank you all so much. <laughs> Oh, I love her. Wow, she's that was awesome. That I've was got a total no childhood dream come true. No, that she's amazing. I can't believe you held your tears back. That was Even incredible. still, like she just makes me, it's not that I'm nervous. It's not that I'm nervous. It's that I just get like giddy about her. 
and mm-hmm. geek out so hard because I get it. Oh, I wanted to keep her so bad. If we'd gotten to keep Cheryl, oh my god, yeah. it would have been so. It probably wouldn't have packed the same punch, though. You know, it no. was so great. Like she was so iconic because of the way she came in, and I mean, this character was so iconic because she came yeah. in and went out so quickly, and but made such a huge impact, and only Ugh. somebody. Cheryl's caliber and talent could have been able to handle that and make that happen. Well, and now I look at the part that she played and the fact that she was able to be like a mother and work out of town on location. And I'm just like, when do I get to start playing Ellie's? Like, who's going to call me to play the Ellie Harp character Mm. in whatever? I mean, I don't even know what teenage shows are on right now. (laughs) That makes me sound like a grandma. I'm like, what are the kids watching these days? (laughs) But yeah, those are the parts that are really fun as a mom to go in and like put the leather leather bracelet on and the cool concert tee and you're not in the school pickup line for a couple days and you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. I remember Aww. how to be cool. She's so freaking cool. Oh, you'll know real when you get it because it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you will feel it Ooh, maybe it's a head-turning handbag a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you feel like a gem sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly and when it comes to style and luxury ebay gets it they're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts not just any experts specialized experts real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Yeah, because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, Hill, what are your spring break plans with the kids? Um, We are going to the city and just going to see like every musical we can get our hands on. That's, yes. It's just time. Sweeney Todd is playing. Oh, what about you? What are you doing? I think we're just going to stay home because we've got uh, some other travel coming up a little bit later. So we're actually just going to enjoy being in the house. And You mean you're going to rest? <laughs> I'm going to rest. Have kids come over, run around in the creek. It'll be fun. But if you're hitting the beach or retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then everything you need for your vacation is at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. And you can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on the vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and perfect accessories to dress up any look. Oh my God, I can't wait to dress up. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside, or you could get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Call it power, you guys. I love this. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but... 
actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Cola Power. I love this name. I do too. Cola Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Cola Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Cola Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Cola Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Cola Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Cola Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcolapower.com to find them in a store near you. Cola Power. Crave on. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It was interesting to me, too, that like as as we are wondering again, not perhaps inappropriately, but like we're learning things as bold women and we don't love this um, seesaw that's happening with Lucas and Peyton and Lucas and Brooke. Mm mm. I forgot that in this episode, Brooke is upset that she's not hearing from Lucas all day and Haley's not hearing from Nathan at all. Yeah. And that misdirect was gold when mm-hmm. you're like, what would make it. a boy? What would make a boy just leave a girl after a night? And I was like, this comment, this is actually in an episode yeah, we that's not well written. The same this thing, is great. But, yeah. But not the admitting friction, it to each other. Of not knowing that the other person was going through the exact same thing. And then we yes. were both angry and trying to solve our own problems without each other. Oh, it was great. I loved it. I also loved that at the end of the episode, when Nathan comes to the door, like there was something vulnerable on James's face. And I saw you see it Hmm. and know that you had been sort of making up a story that wasn't true all day. And you just welcomed him in. Yeah. And, and, And the familiarity between those two, between Nathan and Haley, makes it work wordlessly. Yeah. Well, that's it. There's no misdirect there. He just right. says, I wanted to spend some time with you or can I oh, hang out with you? It's such a relief, right? Uh, the directness. Instead of Lucas, who's like, I got a thing to do with you, you know, like, yeah. 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 Girls take a no. lesson. Misdirect, not yeah. hot. Not yeah. hot. It's, I mean, not to also, b- beat a Also, men take horse, a lesson. Like, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, men you, in you cafes. Can't act like you're direct, but not be direct. You don't be a Nathan. Just, like, yeah. Be Nathan. Be a Nathan. Be a Nathan. That's a Nathan. really the point, guys. Be a Nathan. <laughs> I also loved in the ways that everyone's love story is a little messy right now. I love the love story of Peyton and Ellie. <gasps> yes. And Peyton trying to find a way to talk to her. And 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 Hillary, you did it so beautifully cuz you can tell that you don't really want to be totally vulnerable. So you make it about work 
But then, like, you're hanging out and you're learning about the records she loves. And she's talking about T-shirts. And, like, your mom might give you a T-shirt from oh my a tour. God. The mom oh my God, giving her the T-shirt beautiful. thing got me in real life. Like, that's my yeah. love language when someone gives me a thing that's theirs. And it's not, mm. like, a new thing, you know? And you both have done it. You both have given me things that you're just like, oh, do you want this thing? And I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, I do. And there's um there's kind of that like thrift store quality to it where it's like this has collected a narrative before it's come to me. And the idea that Peyton is gonna get these records or these t-shirts from this woman to create an intimacy is, Mm. you know, hits a little close to home. But I also so much of our show is about whatever boy you're dating. Yeah. And it it's just meant it, it meant so much to me to have a storyline that wasn't about a dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think it meant a lot to our audience as well. Cause mm-hmm. that's not it's not literally everything everybody thinks about all the time. Like, yes, when you're young and hormonal, you know, your romantic interests are at the forefront of your mind most of the time. But there are a lot of uh, people, a lot of people have problems with their family and their siblings yeah. and and with their parents and mm-hmm. how they're doing and in their school, school work. and, and that yeah. can be cu- that can take over at any moment mm-hmm. and it was really really a relief to to see that represented with um with Peyton and Ellie. Yeah. You know what's so interesting you guys. saying that? I remember and I wrote it down in my notes when we started watching this episode there there's some stuff for the comedy that they gave Brooke that made me laugh. But it was so cringy. They would they would sometimes push me into these directions where I, as Sophia, would feel like they were they wanted Brooke to be mean or really tone deaf or like over the top. And it was very interesting because I remember feeling then like Brooke's finally launching her company and now she's just gonna be awful to everyone. And now I was like so self-conscious about it, but it's like, okay, this is what you've written for me and I'm going to commit and I'm, I'm going to try my best and I'm going to put her paranoia about losing her chance underneath it and try to humanize it. And watching it for some reason now with with like distance, I could hear it in a different way. And yeah, I was I like, oh, right. I was like, oh, they wanted Brooke to be like the worst version of herself, the cheerleader that Faith is talking to Lucas about. So she was like, he's like, you know, I'm not defending who Brooke was. I'm defending who she is. And then it comes in and she's like a banshee <laughs> screaming at everyone, like running a sweatshop. I was like, oh, my God. The children. <laughs> the children. children. But I, now I can see the comedic device in a way that at the time I was like, why is she got to be mean when she's finally doing Aww. something for herself? Oh, man. No, so is it, I it's interesting. It. I loved it. Not just for the comedic device, but also because... Again, characters have to have flaws yeah. and to be able to see Brooke at her worst, yeah. falling, being a mess, falling apart, like we said, messy, messy Brooke in a big lovable mess. And then the second that Haley's like, hey, stop it. You're being a huge bitch. Be nice to people. Everybody here is busting their asses for yeah. you. Yeah. And Brooke turns on a dime and she mm. says, you're right. There's a lot of people out there who don't. They get defensive. Mm-hmm. They, can, you know, it's like it takes days or weeks or years before they'll even admit that they're wrong. And Brooke is like, "Oh my God, you're right." And she turns immediately because she's not afraid. She's not afraid of being wrong. That's mm-hmm. kind of what's great about living a messy life, right? She's not mm-hmm. afraid of being wrong. It's a so good example can- of female friendship. 
where you can yes. call your friend out on something and it's not a fight that ends the relationship. We've talked yeah. about that a number of times. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where when someone tells you the truth, you realize, oh, you really love and respect me. Yeah. And that's Thank the best you. example. Thank you. I would way rather watch somebody who's being a huge, huge ass suddenly go, oh my God, I'm being such an asshole right now. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm really sorry. Oh. That's great. You know, it's like, we're only human. That's the best. What else can we expect? Yeah. I would much rather watch that than somebody who's just like a jerk for no reason and then never admits they're wrong. Yeah. Dan Scott? Dan Scott? <laughs> Are we Dan talking about Dan Scott? Scott? Oh, yeah. How about Dan walking into Haley in Nathan's oh, bedroom? That can was we so great. Picking up that? for a second? Picking up her bra. That no picking unreal. up a teenage girl's bra and talking but about a one night stand. It's oh. like it wasn't sexual. It's all power for him. It's like it has nothing it to gross. do with him trying to be like creepy, uh, pervy. He wasn't being pervy. He was being his normal power hungry self. And in any way that he could diminish someone else and make them feel insecure and humiliated, that's what the picking up the bra was. Ugh. But regardless, it's still disgusting. It was gross. Well, and then to say. At least Peyton was pleasant in the morning. Oh, like just to remind you. So yeah. gross. It's oh, petty in a so way much. that like no, no adult should be this petty. And no. stealing the note. Like he swipes yeah. Nathan's handwritten note to her. What are you, seven? Yeah. Yeah. I need Dan to like, I liked it when Dan and Karen got flirty in future episodes because Dan, without that glimmer of redemption, is a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. But Dan, if I if I'm always on the verge of being like, mm, it's just a more fun <laughs> Dan to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could I kiss him? Could I have an hour long yeah. lunch with him before finding out he's engaged? <gasps> mm. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, oh my God. you went on a lunch date with Dan Scott. That's what happened to you, Joy. Oh my God, Joy! It's so frustrating. He was so nice and handsome and like yeah. sweet. And well, and yeah, and clearly he knows it. <laughs> he's running I, for mayor. I, I will never get over a grown ass man texting you. Well, if I had a nickel for every time I got hit on by a woman. Excuse I wouldn't have to work. Me? I know he wasn't be like in I think knowing this guy's tone, he was like, ah, oh, whatever. If I had an echo, I thought it was blah, blah, blah. Like I think that's what he was going for. But no. it's just like I hope he read it back after he sent it and was yeah. like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That didn't read very well. Yeah, I really hope he made himself feel queasy because he made me feel respond, sick to my so. stomach. He's like Good. in bed yeah. with Good. his fiance. Babe, babe, look at this text. Does this come look off weird? <laughs> Does this come off weird? Uh, with this girl and uh, I think she got the wrong idea it's yeah. like she thought I asked her out or something because I asked her <laughs> to have a meal with me idiot no guys I'm just not enlightened enough I'm not enlightened enough to, to <sighs> yeah, joy. just be friends when we yeah, talk pour, about pour gasoline on yourself and just light it on fire for him it. no when we talk about tree hill voters and how it's possible that Dan Scott was able to charm a town into not understanding yeah. he's a sociopath this is what I'm going to envision like mm -hmm. in yeah. line at lunch, asking pretty girls to sit with him and then be like, have a meal with me. Why did you misinterpret this? What's your problem? Yeah. I'm just trying yeah. to right. get to know my constituents. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Barf. Yeah. 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 Barf. Oh, you'll know real when you get it. Because it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you will feel it. 
Ooh, maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. And when it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Yeah, because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This March, join Macy's and Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. I love that Macy's partners with Girls, Inc. to support young women and leaders, inspiring all girls to be strong, smart, and bold. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or Roundup on your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com purpose. Call it power, you guys. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Call a Power. I love this name. I do too. Call a Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Call of Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Cauliflower's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Cauliflower's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Cauliflower, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Call of Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcallapower.com to find them in a store near you. Call of Power. Crave on. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Um, do we need to spin a wheel, ladies? Yes, we sure do. Let's spin that wheel. Yeah. 
Okay, we got a most likely to. <laughs> that was oh, this is to great. Regift something gifted to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, on the show. Dan Scott. <laughs> I was going to say Whitey. I feel like, you know how teachers always get shitty gifts at the end of the year? Like, how many mugs does a teacher really need? You know? Yeah. I feel like yeah, Whitey's totally. the kind of guy that's just like, here, take this thing. I don't want I think, this. I think it's Haley. Oh, really? I think it's Haley. Oh, my God. Do tell. It's. I think it's like the one. It's It's like a something she could get away with that's not wrong. <laughs> right. It's just... It's a minor. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. a slight... Like, and it's like, nobody's gonna know and she can just like slightly pass it on. No biggie. But, well, actually, isn't it Brooke well, in this episode that gives away all her CDs? And she's like, that was a really nice thing to do with my With things. my CDs. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what? True, I can see Brooke doing it majorly. I will say... I have a I have a theory, perhaps controversial, but in the spirit of defending regifting, <laughs> mm-hmm. every so often I've been given something that I'm like, this is lovely. I don't like to waste stuff. You don't. I I like I take things to Goodwill and you know Salvation Army yeah. so regularly, but I have on occasion been given something and I'm just like, this looks exactly like Jenny or oh my god, you know who would love this? My friend Jed. Like. I've just been given something that I don't actually need or that like I might have one, but one of my friends really wants one. And then I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to like give it to them for their birthday. That feels weird. But like on a random Tuesday, (laughs) you're not going to wrap it. Is that the deal? As long as you don't wrap a re-gift, it's fine. I think so. Because then I think it's like, you won't believe this thing I got. I knew you wanted one here. And it's just like, well, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I think we need to buy less stuff. But and yeah, and th- destigmatize mm-hmm. regifting. Regifting. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. By the way, you know? it, essentially, it's how I feel about vintage. I pay to regift <laughs> right. someone else's stuff to Isn't myself. That true. Is you know? that true? Like, I know. All right. I'm, Sophia I'm wins. It. So, Sophia anyway, in real life. That's I my theory. <laughs> that's my theory. Sticking to uh, it. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, we will see you next week for episode 311. 311. 311. More drama. It looks like maybe there's uh, some storylines actually going to start happening now that we, they built all the bridges they needed to build. <laughs> no more flashbacks. Yeah. The next episode is called Return of the Future. So, like, maybe we get real-time TV back. Action. I don't know. Yeah, no yeah. more freeze frame. Sorry, yeah. guys. Freeze frame's out. <laughs> this was all Sorry. you got. <laughs> See you guys later. See you Bye. next week. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. 
Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life, and I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate and having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Guys, we've been telling you about how we are huge fans of Tacova's boots, heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service. They're some of the best features of Tacova's, but now they also have a gift for our listeners. Hillary, yes. tell them what they've won. Girl, Tacova's will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps. Free with a minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. So just use the code DRAMA at checkout. That is D-R-A-M-A at Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. 